Father God, we want to ask you to be present. You have promised that you'll be present. You, you are here with us. Various situations, various backgrounds, various places, various challenges. But you are the constant in all of our lives. You are here in Chennai, you're in Kodakandal, you're in Trichy, you're in Trinidad, you're in Bombay. Wherever we are, you are with us. You come to us. There was a time when we needed to come to you. But in this season, you have come to us, God with us in that way. What a privilege. We ask that you join us now in this call and speak to us. In Jesus' name. It's an absolute joy to be able to open the word of God with you. Uh, the verse, one of the verses that I want to go this morning is Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 and 23. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. A God who in his mercy begins again with us. The Lord's loving kindness is indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. In Job, there's a verse Job 7, verse 18, 17 and 18. What is man that you magnify him and that you are concerned about him? That you examine him every morning and try him every moment. That you examine him every morning and try him every moment. Because of his concern that he examines us and he tries us. He checks what's inside, like a doctor checks. A doctor would use a steth to check. Check uh, uh, heartbeat, check for sounds. Though so there are scans and other things, and we see less and less of steth use of stealth. But then the fact remains all, all of this is checking what is inside. And God does that, that checking. And then he has compassion over us. Then lamentations. First Job, where he checks us and he's concerned. You know, Job, a righteous man, is asking God, why, why are you concerned about man so much that you Check him all the time. And then Jeremiah says, the Lord's loving kindnesses never cease for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Every morning his compassions are new because after he's checked us, 
check the check the heart, check the mind, check the thoughts, check the secret intent of our heart and mind. Words that we never said, but we have held quietly, secretly inside. He checks that. Then he says, I'm going to have mercy on my child. I think his compassions, they are new every morning. He has mercy, compassions on us every morning. Every morning, he has compassion. Every morning, he decides to give more of himself to us. That's the base on which we need to look at the year. We cannot look at God's favor over us apart from his daily compassion for us. God who is so concerned about us, each of us, every one of us, that he visits us and there are mechanisms at his hand to check our heart, our mind, and the condition of our hidden secret things, whether they are towards God or against God, whether they are holy or unholy, whether they are clean and for the good or unclean and for bad. Whether it is for, whether it is a sign of a child of God or whether it is the work of the enemy in us. Because remember, there is a battle going on and you and I are in the midst of the battle. The Spirit of God is drawing away from the things of the flesh and the enemy of our soul enemy of God is drawing our flesh towards him constantly, all day, all night. Let me say that again. There's a battle going on for our souls. A battle that oozes, draws us day in and day out. Let me read to you from Galatians. Galatians chapter 5, 16 and 17. Galatians chapter 5, 16 and 17. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another. Another translation. They are at war with one another. There's a war going on. So that you may not do the things that you please. Flesh against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. The spirit of God is drawing us to the things of God and the enemy of God, Satan, and his work is to draw flesh towards things that are against God. So it is in this, in this, in this context, in this context of constant battle, that God has mercy. God tests our heart, our mind, 
and the variance of God be and has mercy on us. He decides to begin again with us. He's a God of new beginnings. He's indeed a God of new beginnings. The word re, regain, remind, all starts with the re. Repent, restore, remember, all starts with re. Literally means again. Repair. To fix something is repair. Something that's unpaired, you fix it so it is again paired. It is again ready. Repent. Again, you turn back. Remember. A part of it is gone and so again it becomes connected. It brings back to mind. Restore, again store. You can actually use the word re as a character of God. He does that again and again with us. He reminds us. He remembers us. He restores. He remains. He regains for us. He restitutes for us. He repairs things for us. Again and again and again. And the word of God, Lamentation says, His compassions are new every morning. New every morning. And how much more so in the beginning of a week? How much more so in the beginning of a month? How much more so in the beginning of the year? As Psalmist says in 65, 11, you crown the year with good things. Many churches have preached that this Sunday or on the 1st of January. Year is a marker of God's decision of favor. This daily renewal, the daily mercy, daily compassion is multiplied in the year. See, there are about 375 times a year is used in the Bible, roughly. And then there is, uh, you know, I'm not talking about yearly, I'm just talking about the year. Out of that, more than 150 or 200 times, it is actually the year of so-and-so. In the, in the fourth year of so-and-so. In the tenth year of his reign, the twelfth year, an entire event unfolds on the year of around you and me. See how God orders things. This, this is just amazing. The tenth year of you joining this work is how God is seeing us. The second year of you starting your business, this happens. So how God lists our journey, how he categorizes, is very unique, very different from how we see it. The fourth year of the reign, 
10 fear of this. His intent is for our good. His intent is for our good. Remember that. It is for our good. And he orchestrates. He orchestrates. He ordains seasons. But I also want to go back to another passage about the year, which is very much there, and I dare not skip that. I would like us to go to Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. And he began telling this parable, a man had a fig tree which had been planted in his vineyard. And he came looking for fruit on it and did not find any. And he said to the vineyard keeper, behold, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree without finding any. Cut it down, why it why does it even use up the ground? And he answered and said to him, Let it alone, sir, for this year too, I until I dig it, dig around it, and put in fertilizer, and if it bears fruit next year, fine, but if not, Cut it down. Let it alone, sir. That's the Holy Spirit pleading with God the Father. Let it alone, sir, for this year too, until I dig around it and put in fertilizer. And if it bears fruit next year, fine. But if not, cut it down. We've been given something. This is not granted to all. This year that's been given, you, you and I know many, 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 many who are not alive today. We're not here today. We're gone. It's time to wake up, get ready and go to work, begin a year, forget Forget a year, forget, begin a week, forget it. Begin a day, their chance is gone. But you and I have been given a chance to begin again today. Hopefully, it is for the entire year. How can we not overlook this warning to us? Let it alone serve for this year too has been granted to us to fulfill the plans of God in our lives. I want to challenge you, my friend. Do not look at the year with through financial eyes. That's the way of the world. Do not look at the year through financial years, eyes and years. A year of finances. Don't look at the year as a financial year. Yes, he knows all that you need. I'm not de denying the importance of money in our lives. 
but I'm saying it is overstated in the world, and that has come into the world of into the the kingdom also, into the children of God, to whom Father provides. What you and I need to overstate or be obsessed about as we begin this, this has to be a year of obedience to my Father. Obedience to God. That should be my, be my primary cry, my desire, my one desire for this year. A year of obedience. Where there is obedience, then there is favor, there is prosperity, there is blessing, there is fruitful life. Where there is rebellion, there is strife. May this be a year of obedience, out of which comes forth the things that we need, the things that we seek, the things that the world seeks, and the things that the world needs through us. See, his plan for you and I this year is far greater than just bread on your table and my table. Let me tell that to you in utter con conviction, absolute certainty. His thoughts for you and me for this year is not putting bread on a table. It's not paying the bills. It is not about just getting the salaries of our employees paid or our debts paid off. That's the least of his concern. His real concern is that you and I would be used to heal the nations. That broken people would be healed because of you and me. That forgotten people would be remembered because of you and me. That messed up people, that the world, that enemy has used people to break and to shatter. People without hope, people without life, people without joy, people who have not seen love would begin to understand love and would begin to love. How does that happen? You and I have received goodness of God, compassion of God every morning. When you and I begin to receive it and with the same open hands, give it, make it available for the ones in our lives, then you and I are the channels through which the mercy of God, compassion of God, the forgiveness of God goes into the world. If you and I run around throughout the year looking for money that fails, you and I will not be able to deliver the gifts of God to the people of God. Our primary call this year is to come to the height of God. Remember the passage where he said, Lord, ways are not my ways. My ways are higher. My thoughts are higher. That's not to limit us. It's not, certainly it's not to make us stay there. Let me read that for you. It's certainly not to make us to stay in that place and say, you remain here. 
I will. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm far higher, and you can't. You can't come here. It is inviting us, inviting us, inviting us to join it, inviting us to the heights of where he is. So this morning, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you this morning, my friend, that this great I am is calling us to his worldview. From where he sits, there is no fear. From where he sits, there is no anxiety. From where he sits, there is no deficiency. From where he sits, you know, everything is possible. Where you and I sit, through our strength, through our capacity, through our challenges, through our limitations, we, we tend to see the world through our bank balances or through our phone contacts, the number of people that we know or the number of resources that we have. They're so puny. Even the richest man on earth is nothing. He decides who he has so much to give. He can move from one to another just like that. He does it all the time. He's calling us to sit with him and reign with him and take authority over this year. Call forth a year of favor over people who have not seen a year of favor. Year of hope for a people who are living in hopelessness. See, you and I are recipients and God is saying, why don't you give? The man's economy is by giving and uh, receiving. To receive something from a store, you have to give something to the storekeeper. That's the way of the world. Don't come to God with that worldview, please. That doesn't work here. There's nothing you can give God. The kingdom economy runs on receiving and giving. This is the way kingdom works. You receive and you give. Freely receive, freely give. If you and I are obedient this year, God will entrust much to you. And you will be given the chance of giving to so many life, hope, forgiveness, favor of God. God is inviting us, my friend. To reign within, even on earth. You can change the course of families, of marriages, of communities, of peoples, of individuals. People who are living in darkness and hopelessness will live again because of you being obedient, willing to receive, and not just keep it for ourselves, willing to get. And in the midst of it, in the midst of it, he will ensure, because he says, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added to you. He will fill your cup and it will overflow. I challenge you. If after being obedient this year, 2022, and it has not come to you, he has not filled your cup, if your cup is not overflowing, 
hold me accountable to this. Ask God, he's your father, why should you ask me? He has done this again and again and again. Those who seek it, find it. Seek God, seek his things, be obedient, be obedient. And you will see the favor of God over the people that you cry about. You will see the favor of God in your life, in your life of a family, the life of your employees, in your community. He has great things in store for us, not ordinary things, extraordinary things that he is willing to entrust to you and me this year. Just another ordinary year, I'm not interested. That's nothing. Another year of balancing the books, that's shy, that's that's nothing for God. Remember the passage in Kings, where the kings are Israel and, and Moabites are going to uh, to you know to for war. They are they are they're thirsty, there's no water. They're going to uh, pray, and you know, uh, you know, to a prophet, and the word of God comes. Dig the valley full of trenches. You will not see rain. You will not. You will not hear the wind. You will not see rain. But then the valleys will be full in the morning with water. Not only you, you wanted water for yourself, your animals will drink. Your other animals will also drink. And you will win the battle also. See, the favor of God, the possibility that God can do through you and me, if we are obedient, is huge. Shall we pray? Father God, we come to you. Because you crown the year with good things. Every morning, Lord, you grant us your favor. You put a stamp over us and say, favor again. Lord of new beginnings, begin with us again. There are some here who need to begin to forgive. Begin to let go. Begin to have mercy. Some who need to maybe obediently, maybe not run their own way, but to run your way. Whatever it is, Lord, would you do that in our lives? Holy Spirit, take hold of our will and our mind. Direct us, Lord. Direct us, direct our steps. May this year be an unusual year of obedience and of favor and of being fruitful. In Jesus' name.